1: that was the sexiest yoga voice ever. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> like okay, yoga instructors. Yeah, That's yeah. <laughs> well, Like almost a criteria. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to discourage anyone from their dream no. if they're self conscious about their voice.
2: No, yeah. no, no. But uh, it's all right. I'm like okay, I'll work with that.
1: <laughs> yeah, you've got a great, you've got a great guiding voice. Yeah, Lots of yeah. practice.
2: Yeah. So well,
0: let's let's dive into this. Then. We are here. Episode, what are we, 31? 30. 30. Yeah. Holy smokes.
2: Ooh, I feel lucky. Uh, Brenda
0: Mailer. What is going on, Brenda? (laughs) Oh
2: Oh my gosh, sitting here with two amazing folks and uh, ready to dive into wherever this conversation takes us. (laughs)
1: Yeah, thanks for being so open and spending the morning with us. I was thinking about you the other day, I was doing a run and had to clock my kilometers, and my turning point was exactly at your house. And I thought, well, if something happens, I'm <laughs> I right just there go up and knock on Brenda's door. If you door. can get up the hill yeah. first. Yeah, exactly.
0: It's a steep hill to run up
1: eh? yeah. in the yeah. middle of a tough one Yeah, run. your driveway has yeah. a life of its own. It I does,
2: think. but it's been smoothed. That's good. Yeah. So you
1: have clients come to your house. Is that where you do most of your business?
2: Yeah, well, that's where I coach out of there. I do private yoga out of there and uh, um, whatever else kind of comes my way, right? But um, I do do group classes up at uh, the Shambhala Center. So I do group yoga classes there and connect with the community and yeah.
0: And when you say coaching, you're referring to life coaching. I am. Which you are. (laughs) Mm-hmm. What tell us about that? What's what, what is the the ultimate I guess meaning and purpose of being a, a life coach?
2: Oh gosh. <laughs> there's a lot. <loaded laughs> We're getting question. into it just ease into It's just the- like <laughs> bam. <laughs>
0: Then explain the universe um, to us after yes, that. Yes,
2: yeah, I, I got it all. <laughs> Don't worry, it's in my back pocket. Um, <laughs> um, life coaching really is, um, it's a vast field, right? Um, there's You've got coaches that are focusing on a lot of different things um, for helping people to, you know, progress in life, uh, move forward in their lives in ways that are helpful and meaningful to them. Um, for me, it's really about helping people to connect to themselves in a more um, authentic, wholesome, like recognizing all the beautiful parts of ourselves and how we really can um, engage with the world around us, and how we can create purpose in our lives, how we can feel, um, you know, gratitude and fulfillment um, by understanding who we are, what we want, what we need, and um, what are what are personal, you know direction
1: is and um, getting curious about that so
2: yeah I think yeah. we
1: all can benefit from getting to know ourselves yeah it's sometimes just hard to know where to start in oh. that process like what oh, questions yeah. do I ask right. myself so <laughs> yeah. I know Brenda you and I've worked together I've um, you've d- I've done some coaching sessions with you and mm. that was one of the big takeaways for me was I have the desire to get to this place but I don't necessarily know how to go about it right so you had even shared some documents you know pre-session yeah that had some of those guiding questions that I found super helpful yeah questions
2: just to get curious about right like uh what would be what would I say is a fulfilling or (laughs) what would I say would make my life feel fulfilling at the end of the day Mm -hmm. like what is it that I enjoy what is it that I want right um getting tuning in on what are some of my strengths the one that always gets people are what are my gifts and talents and people are like I'm not answering that it's yeah. <laughs> like a forbidden
1: question yeah, we have to yeah. say nice things about ourselves. right
2: right and it's hard right but if you can appreciate um, the things that make you unique you know and start to just love that gratitude for that then you can start to hone on that and and you know maybe take it out into the world a little bit more <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, life coaching's become sort of popularized. I'll say just through observation. I mean, oh, yeah. We're in this world, of course. Yeah. But did you have a, an experience yourself with a coach that inspired you to want to kind of reciprocate this kind of work to others?
2: Yeah, you know that's a that's a loaded question. I did, but it came really quite organically. Um, I don't even know where to start with that, but I I had gone through some things in my life um, uh, with addiction and um, trying to find myself, hiding from myself for years, um, trying to figure out where, where I wanted to go and what I wanted to do and how to find happiness and love and all this kind of stuff, and uh, I was cycling and spiraling through, you know— different forms of addiction, I'd say, for most of my, you know, late 20s, early 20s. Um, And then I found yoga in my late 20s, which was really like a beginning to start to actually just connect with my body, Mm -hmm. you know, like we kind of I find sometimes we're living so much in our heads, we're just kind of like, oh, I need to go there, I need to do this, I need to do this, and, and we're kind of sometimes disengaged a little bit from our bodies, and so um, yoga was the pathway where it started to, like, find my body again, find myself, but... As I did that, it was like, oh, there's a whole lot of sadness in here that I haven't really wanted to face, (laughs) right? Um, And so after some time um, and, uh, you know, moving and trying to, like, you know, re-engage my life in different places and still coming up against the same kind of pain and struggle, Um, then, yeah, I did engage with a coach. um, And she was really great at, you know, helping me to, number one, you know, define for myself again what it is that's important to me. Like, Not what everybody else thinks, not what my parents think, not what, you know, society says I should, you know, value. But what is it that I actually value, right? Um, And that was really, really helpful because then I could start to understand where my decisions were, why I was like wanting certain things in my life and why I was struggling when I wasn't maybe honoring some of those things, right? Um, like, you know, wanting freedom or, you know, um, yeah. adventure, right? And I had, you know, I was like in my early 30s and I had never taken a trip all by myself before. Well, I had gone to Montreal once, but not like a chosen trip, yeah. right? Like I did an exchange in grade nine, but that was just horrible.
1: <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we all have a grade was, nine story. Yes, it
2: was. It was really. Str- it was really tough. But um, you know, choosing to go somewhere and do something for myself, and and so she was really good at you know again tapping me into what those things were, so I could start making decisions to feel more fulfilled in my life. Um, but then, you know, there is that deeper level of like understanding how you're feeling and why you need certain things. And she was really good at getting me, not only um, like I was in touch with my body more, but now I was starting to tune into why do I feel this way and and how is it that I feel and and what does that feeling really need? What is it that I'm trying to fulfill with that feeling? And for me, it was very much about self-acceptance. It was about you know wanting to belong in community you know like that's why I was getting myself caught in all these different drugs and circles and people and and stuff just wanting to belong somewhere you know and and uh, and I never regret any of those choices but um,
0: yeah. how important do you think it is just in life to go through something hard to really recognize what it is you want to go after
2: i think it is a vital part of the human condition human life absolutely um i really like it's like the dichotomy you know we all we all like want things we all want to feel really good right but i think sometimes it's the the humbleness of a a challenge or the lessons that can be learned from that challenge that actually propel us even more towards, you know, who we truly are and how we can really shine our light into the world.
1: That makes so much sense. And I think, like you're saying, we are on such a pursuit to get away from that feeling. Yes, And we're often even told that now. Mm -hmm. I I find there's a Mm -hmm. lot of messaging about... Being happy, and of course, this, yeah. these are good ambitions to have. But that's not to say that going through a challenging time is bad. No, and no. and your story really highlights that. I went through this very difficult period in my life, but led to really who who you are now. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely.
2: Um, my husband and I were having a conversation last weekend, actually. Um, we always get in these deep conversations when we go for a drive. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we were talking about how, like, there's, like, we're, we're often in this, like, path like this 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 rut, you could say, right? And I work with a lot of people that feel stuck, right? Like they're like, I'm in this rut, I don't know how to move, I don't know how to get out of it. Um, and we all want to get into this place that feels better, right? But it's almost like society looks at, you know, the rut as a bad thing, you know and and for me, finding comfort comes through engaging with the discomfort.
1: That's so powerful. Right?
2: Like, if you can just, like, ever so slightly just touch into, oh, my God, that doesn't feel very good. I'm a little scared about what this is like. What is this, you know, what is this feeling telling me, you know, like, uh, like afraid or, you know, even frustration of like, oh my god, I don't like it when I get angry, you know, but yeah. it's like that anger, or that sadness is trying to show you something. It's trying to tell you that something is not in alignment here. Something is not the way it needs to be for you. And if you can just step into that just a little bit, you know, get your toe wet, get your foot wet, get your leg wet, mm-hmm. you know, it gets better because now all of a sudden that part of you, and that is a part of you that feels sad or feels angry or, you know, disgusted or annoyed or whatever it is, that part of you is trying to say something. It's trying to say like, I long for this. I long for appreciation. I long for acceptance. I long for um, joy, you know.
1: I long for ease, right? And touching in on that is so important. When you found yourself on the yoga mat at that time in your life and exploring your body. Yeah. Was there what led you to that moment? What led you to just step onto the mat and why why that thing? Well,
2: um so, well, I grew up as a figure skater, and so, like... Kristen did, too.
1: Yeah, be, yes, yeah. I think we've had that conversation yeah. before. Yeah. Brendan <laughs> and I had a friend date. That's how yeah. we met. Like, we were set up like a blind date <laughs> for friends. <laughs> so <laughs> I just want to throw that in there. And I think we talked about figure skating. I think but, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, no worries. Um,
2: yeah, so, you know, being connected to my body was always kind of part of who I was, right? And then... Choices, you know, teenage years, you know, disconnection from self, not feeling love, not feeling appreciated, not loving myself, you know, kind of took me away from my body. Um, yoga was that pathway of like, oh, you know, this is like, this is the way my body feels or this is tight or what's going on here and that kind of thing. Right. And 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 that led to more self-awareness. And for me, that's, that's what the path of yoga for me is. It's a pathway of self-awareness. So not only am I connecting to what my body is feeling, but now I'm slowing down and I'm starting to notice what the thoughts are that are going through my mind, right? That it's like, you know, why is it that I'm constantly spinning on what am I going to do about that road? Like that, that spun on yeah. my like my 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 steep road in my house my house. What am I gonna do about that? That stirred for years, right? But you just start to notice like what are these things that I'm afraid of? What are these things that, you know, I'm I'm trying to overcome, right? Like I always say, you know, when I when I started to make big changes in my life and I went back and I looked at my journals. For the many years that I was in addiction or struggling or, you know, trying to find my way, when I go back into my journals, I was saying in those journals everything that I needed. I just wasn't listening to it. Uh I wasn't able to follow through on it. And it wasn't until I had, you know, maybe a little bit more courage or someone to hold my hand to actually take me forward into those ways that I really wanted to help myself.
0: Do you feel like in that period when you were going through addiction, did you get? To a, Was there a point you hit where you felt like change needs to happen or was it more a gradual thing like discovering yoga and uh, just starting to look at yourself? It depends on
2: which point of addiction you're talking about because I got a few. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, could, I could say that so um, in my late teens, early 20s, I was addicted to heroin. So I went yeah. from like, you know, grade 12 Happy as a clam. Well, I wasn't happy. (laughs) But, (laughs) you know, I had like a bad breakup with a boyfriend and ended up with this group of people wanting to belong and ended up doing hard drugs, right? Um, But so while I was in that, you know, I was feeling the drugs definitely make you feel more relaxed, calm, like, okay, everything's okay in this moment, right? And Then you got all the, you know, all the other stuff that comes with it. But if, um, when I was in that, I was like, I knew inside of myself that I was meant for more. Like, I knew that there was more that my life was meant to be, right? So that was one of those moments where I was like, I knew that I wanted to get out of it. I didn't know how. It wasn't until friendships kind of broke open that I was able to step away because I was, you know, I was rejected by the person that I was often, you know, collaborating with to find something. And so that caused me to, like, force me really to to break open but then other times um you know i i i came to a point where i'm like like for instance like when i decided to quit drinking at the age of 33 i think it was um my friend said to me she's like you know where are you going to be in five years if you keep living the way you are and that question to me was like oh damn I was in Edmonton when she asked me that, and I was living in Calgary at the time. And I, by the time I drove back, like the two and a half hours to Calgary, because I drive fast, no, I'm just kidding, <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I had decided to quit drinking. When you're in that, yeah, how do you find that glimpse of perspective? So for you to say that... You know, I was kind of breaking away from this friend friend group. It sounds like maybe you weren't getting out of it what you once were that no, feeling of that's acceptance right. and absolutely. Yeah.
2: yeah, like it was more of like um uh, just like needing each other, feeding off each other, you know, yeah. right yeah. and
1: when that's yeah, so that's kind of removed. but when your mind is hazed by mm. the drugs, really, or yeah. or just the state of mind that you're in, how do you pull yourself out of that? Like, what's the what did you I don't know if there was maybe a person or a thing. And of course, we've talked about stepping onto the mat and that being impactful for you. But I'm thinking of people that feel like, you know, I'm I'm just not in a good place. Like, what's step one to try and remove yourself from that ickiness and Mm -hmm like take, take the, the road towards self-awareness or self-improvement or right. helping yourself. Right. Well, I think that that step
2: one is probably different for um, a lot of people. Like some people are going to come to a breaking point where they're like, you know, something happens and you just like, you have to.
1: Yeah.
2: Right. You know, like for some people, like let's say, you know, you end up in jail. Well, what are you going to do? Right. <laughs> right. um But I think that, I think that, The step one is acknowledging a bit of the inner calling, like the inner, like, like I can remember when I was in, um, when I was in Edmonton, this is just before I moved to Calgary. It was New Year's. I came home. I had, I'd been, i pretty sure I was doing like cocaine or something. I don't know, but um, (laughs) because dabbled in a lot of different things. Mm. Um, I remember looking at myself in the mirror and just like, crying and being like who are you and where are you and I don't even know who I am and I was like universe please help me because I don't know how to help myself Mm -hmm. you know and uh that that moment I think it's just like asking for divine help like just you know
1: and and you think that the divine is represented in ourselves and in I ask this because I've started running again lately mm -hmm. and This is kind of an embarrassing confession, but I I said to Mike, sometimes when I'm really trying to push myself through this hard thing, I become almost a split personality in that my own voice is the one cheering me on. Yes. So there's kind of this idea of the observer, the witness through meditation that maybe Mm -hmm. we can talk about and give a bit more explanation to that, but... Is that something that you found yourself doing or that maybe we all do in your experience working with clients? I do. I think that for some, it's harder to hear that voice.
2: You know, it really depends on like the I don't I don't know where the the proverb comes from, but but which wolf are you feeding? And I like to bring that up with clients sometimes. It's like, so are you feeding the wolf that's constantly digging that hole? right? are you feeding that wolf that's in despair are you putting all your attention your thoughts there are you letting are you letting it take you for a walk in the woods and be like you know or are you tuning into that somewhat quieter voice sometimes that's saying like hey you're okay it's all right you'll get through this it's just one day one step at a time you know like when you talk about the, tw- the 12 steps the aA or whatever like one step right at a time um and so I think it's 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 hard because it's it's hard to sometimes turn off that louder voice, right? But if there's an inkling in you that you can start to believe in yourself that I deserve more than this, that I can't like, you know, when you say that divine, it's like, you know, whether you believe in God or universe or spirit or, you know, just your own, you know, some light. Right. So I used to say I believe in energy, (laughs) you know, because I didn't know how to define it. Sure. Right. So but if you can believe that, you know what, I can't be on this earth for just this. You know, or or or, you know, the way that I find it helpful. And this was, I think, where what I noticed, you know, living in Edmonton, you know, trying to clean up, seeing people on the streets and just like looking at somebody else. And and this is like it's a, there's a psychological way of like talking to yourself even in the third person and being like, you know, Kristen, like good job, Kristen, you can make it to that next lamppost good job, girl, you can do this, right? Yes. And so there, it's like even looking at somebody else and like seeing somebody else run down the road and be like, you go, girl. I do that all the time when somebody's out front. I'm like, yes, do it, yes. <laughs> right? You know, and like seeing that and letting that be that piece of encouragement, that voice of encouragement. And once you can start to tap into that voice that way, well, how do you start applying it to yourself?
1: I love this example. And it reminds me, we had our friend Daniel over for dinner last night and we were talking about, because we're, we're all entrepreneurs sitting here yeah. and he's, he is yeah. as well. And we we're talking about self-promotion. Oh, yeah. And how sometimes that can be a weird feeling. Yeah. So we, we find ourselves thinking, am I too showy? Am I look at me? And like that feels weird. Yet we don't have those same judgments on others Doing the exact same thing. Right. Were their biggest cheerleaders. Right. And right. it sounds like you've managed to apply that idea to lots of facets of other people's lives. Like, yeah. good for you for doing this. And why do you think it's harder for us to give ourselves that same love? Hmm.
2: I think a lot of it stems in seeking other people's validation right? Not validating ourselves. I think that we've kind of cultivated that a bit in our society, especially, um, I don't know, like, yeah, just always, you know, well, I'm going to do this so somebody will appreciate me, or I'm going to do this so I can get love from that person, or I'm going to do this so that, you know, I belong into that group. Like I was, um, you know, I reflected on Facebook or something the other day of like wanting to fit in, right? And so like, I used to be like, well, what should I wear today? Who who am I going to be around? You know, do I want to, you know, do this or do that, like, who, how do I fit into the wherever I'm going to be today, (laughs) you know? And uh, I think that, yeah, I think that that learning to just be like, no, like, this is what I want today. This is what I want to wear. This is how I want to represent myself. Um, And, but it takes, it takes time of building that self-love. It takes time of building that self-appreciation, you know, like I've done a lot of work. (laughs) I've done a lot of work. And when
0: you strip down all the Outside influence and just people pleasing and all that. Yeah. You might not know who you are. Right. Right. Like, right Because well, like.
2: Well, then that's the thing, right? Because people are like, who am I without these labels? Yeah. Right. That I've been putting so on myself. Like, you, you know, you guys, you're both like, you both seem so like grounded in who you are. You know what I mean? But I know Ugh. that it's, we all have our insecurities. But like you're saying, and
1: it, it takes work. It does. And I, I love that you raised that point, Mike, because I think that's so relatable in, I, I mean, I can certainly relate to that feeling of both the chameleon and in the absence of that, yes. in the absence of someone else's influence or expectations, what am I left with? Right. Because you're you're kind of in this void of, we feel like we know ourselves. And of course, in lots of ways we do, but often that identity is attached to I'm a mother or yeah. I'm a painter or yeah. I'm these things. But yeah. the work that you do, Brenda, I know goes much deeper than that in yeah. getting to know ourselves. And that's where I think, yeah, people kind of have this panic feeling of, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know where to start right. and I don't know how to figure it out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But so I have done a session with you, Brenda, and I want to just give one quick example of okay. um, an exercise that we did. <laughs> Oh, I'm curious. Well, <laughs> there was one where basically you had me stand up, and I could walk forwards or oh, backwards. I remember this one it on was an imaginary good. line. <laughs> yeah, like this. It's so um, vivid for me still. It's almost like it was a dream that mm-hmm. I remembered so clearly. Oh, but the, the, the I was rooted in the present. And then I could walk backwards into the past uh, symbolically or forward into the future. And at this time, I was really struggling with uh, my work. And our podcast listeners will know, of course, I left that corporate world and I'm now pursuing this dream. A a great part in thanks to this work we did together. And again, just having clarity and perspective that I couldn't get to on my own or I couldn't see on my own. But specifically with this exercise, you had me walk forward five years (laughs) And I'm thinking now, like, we're almost more or less at that five year mark, like four or five ish. And I remember imagining myself, I even know what I was wearing, but I won't get into those details. But (laughs) I was somewhere kind of tropical or warm uh, in Nova Scotia. This is often where your daydreams go, (laughs) at the very least. (laughs) And I was writing. Uh, I was sort of, and, and I felt just so almost silly. Because I, it was like, of course you're here. Right. Like I let as go you of. As you tapped into that I future self. As tapped into that, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I felt like I was feeling my future self. I wasn't just seeing yes. it. And that was so powerful. And just this May, Mike and I were at a writer's residency in Columbia. Mm-hmm. And I had a moment sitting at, because I imagined myself sitting at a table writing. And we were there and there was this table that we had breakfast at that overlooked the valley and these incredible mountains. Like, it's so powerful. And it just hit me like, I'm here.
2: Oh, my God. Like, I'm amazing.
1: living the vision that oh, I had. In my this. heart is just yeah. like, <laughs> It was very powerful. Like, yeah, it's it's emotional, actually, to talk about it yeah. because it just, and I had that feeling of like, huh. Like, yeah, this is this is exactly almost um, again, I use the word silly because it just seems so obvious right. that this is where right. it would be. That, right. Yeah, I loved that. So yeah. So thank you for your yes. guidance. And that was just one of many kind of revelations. Yeah. But I wanted to share with you kind of follow-up to how that session went. That's exciting. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: that was, I remember that was like closer to, I think the end of our time working together where you had kind of worked through some of those other things that were holding you back from that vision. Exactly. Right. Yes. But I think that, I think for many of us, like we have that vision for ourselves of what we want, where we, where we long to go, you know, and, but then there's like all those stories or all those beliefs that are kind of keeping us like, well, that's not possible or you know like you know the but what about this and but what about that right or and so uh so but it's getting it start it's it's getting in and understanding those parts of ourselves that are holding ourselves back like I say that then can help us to actually find that momentum and I'm so excited that you like
1: yeah thank thank you right it it was exciting and I mean that gives a little flavor of yeah. some of the service yeah. that you provide. I wondered if you would be willing to maybe give a pose a question or a, a small exercise for our listeners to yeah. like do themselves perhaps as they're yeah. listening or or to consider and maybe uh, maybe Mike, you can act as.
0: I'm, I'm the ready. The recipient. Yeah. and we'll,
1: yeah. we'll do a, a, do a live it. session. I think that's great
2: because I find that, you know, so many times we'll hear somebody else's story and we just resonate with it. Like even if there's just a piece of it that somebody else might connect with that you're dealing with, it helps us feel like we're not alone. Right. Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'd love to, to do this exercise. So,
2: so is there anything on your mind that you're kind of thinking of or do you want me to ask you a question?
0: Um, well, we kind of talked just before we started yeah. uh, recording here, uh, you would mention that something you're maybe interested in doing, but a little hesitant about. Yeah. Um, we can go down that path. Okay. If that, uh, yeah.
2: That's what are you thinking one. about doing, Mike, that you're a bit hesitant about?
0: So we, myself and Kristen, have been talking about, uh, well, just trying to expand our, our businesses and take our skills and show help other people with them and try to try to ultimately help other people but monetize it in in a way and i was thinking of doing an online songwriting course where i create this course online different modules i break down my my process and a little bit about recording and just what songwriting means to me and yeah just, just a, a very yeah. in-depth course right and then i started to look online like who else is doing this right and then i see like oh this guy who writes songs for adele is doing a songwriting <laughs> course this right. other famous person who's recorded all these big bands is doing it and i'm like they are way more successful than me right and i I started to get a little bit hesitant about actually trying to put this together because it would be a lot of work and I don't want to put my whole self into something that, Mm. I don't know, maybe isn't as good as someone else out there doing it.
2: Yeah, no, thank you for sharing that. I think that's very common. I think a lot of times like we look at others and we're like, oh man, everybody else is doing it. Like, yeah, I get that. Um okay, so you said I, I'm afraid of putting my whole self into something and I don't know what's and I don't know what the outcome is going to be. I don't know yeah. if it's going to work, right? So, let's just break it apart for a moment. Okay? Right. So, there's the part of you that is intrigued. What is important to that part of you? Like why do you see yourself wanting to do this? Well,
0: songwriting and creating in general is something I'm passionate about yeah. and I Create every day and I just feel like part of my purpose is to to do that mm-hmm. and um, I'm very passionate about it and I think that I could show other people who might have a little bit of that spark how to take it to another level where... Yeah, they could finish a couple songs, maybe right. that they had floating around in their head. Or
2: right. Something. So, so you're wanting to take something that you're passionate about, and you're wanting to embark your knowledge onto others. Yeah. So that they can potentially take that passion and work with it too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. So the other part of you, tell me about the part of you that's maybe looking at others and feeling like, mm, what's going on there? Um.
0: Well, I guess just I, i've always been competitive and okay. like that's always um that's why i got to be well good at what are the things that i do do um because i'm like well that guy's better to sing than me i gotta work really hard and <laughs> make sure that i'm good yeah like, and, uh, and i guess there's also a fear of failure in there too like i don't yeah. i don't want to don't want to embarrass myself or like I remember uh when I was a kid this um there's this baseball team that I was trying out for and I don't know I can't remember the exact circumstances but I for some reason thought I made the team and I didn't oh I thought I read my name on the list and I went to the first tryout and the coach had to tell me in front of everybody that I wasn't on the team. Oh, no. And I left and I was like bawling my eyes out. Right. It's still pretty traumatic to talk about. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, I'm like, well, I don't want to ever be in that situation again.
2: Right, right. Okay. So that's where the belief is created. Yeah. Right. I guess. So as you talk about that, you say, and start to get emotional about it. So the fear of failure, what does the yeah. fear of failure feel like in your body? Like, what is it? How does it show up for you?
0: Um. Well, I think I. I just push myself really hard to, to not fail. Mm-hmm. To mm-hmm. to be good at the things that I do, and to.
2: And what would it mean if you did fail?
0: Well, I obviously do fail at lots of things.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But so maybe there's a difference between failing at things that are kind of like, meh, whatever. But if you're failing at something that's important to you, what are you telling yourself?
0: Uh, Well, I guess uh, I'm a failure. (laughs) I'm I'm not not good as I should be or not good enough, I guess.
2: Right, Uh, right. And what is it that you want to hear?
0: Um, he's I guess just that I that I did a good job, I guess. So yeah. that I that what I what I set out to do was successful and that I, yeah, I guess just I guess I don't like I don't know if it's just I'd like succeeding or just hate failing more. Mhm. So it's kind of uh Mhm. I guess, that something that would have to be, I'd have to dive into maybe even a little bit more. To. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm just, I'm just curious about, like, like even if, if sometimes it's good, like we were talking about that third-person voice, right? Yeah. Where it's like, if you could imagine, like, let's say you're looking, like, in your mind maybe, even in your mind, looking at that young version of you that had gone to the baseball triad, yeah. right? And there he is, Crying after the practice.
0: Yeah.
2: What is it you want him to know about himself?
0: Um. <laughs> this is deep here. Yeah. Well, um, take
2: your time. Take your time. Just like just you know, close your eyes for a moment. Take yourself there. Take yourself. There I for guess it is
0: okay to be to not be perfect at everything. Like it, it's okay to to not make a team or something. Like yeah. You don't have to. It's not my job to impress everyone else on the team, and like, right, my opinion should matter more than them laughing at me that, yeah, I, that, I, that I didn't, that I showed up when I wasn't supposed to be there,
2: right. And and are like, can you get a sense of your own value regardless of being on that team?
0: Um, I, I guess, yeah. Um,
2: so how would you convey that? To yourself, like to that little version of you sitting there vulnerable, you know, maybe insecure now.
0: I'll just say it's okay, I guess. Like, you don't, just, in general, I, it's okay. Let me ask you this. <laughs> if
2: you ask that part of you, if you ask that little boy, what is it you need right now? What would he say?
0: That's, I don't know. I just... Yeah, like maybe just just a hug or something. Maybe,
2: yeah, yeah maybe just a hug. Yeah. That, yeah, that I just need to know I'm loved. I need to know I'm okay.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think it's because yeah, I remember from that moment just thinking like, yeah, I I don't ever want to feel that way again. Right. It wasn't. I need this, or need that. It's like, I'm going to do whatever right. I have So you to. found
2: your drive yeah, and then, from it. And, and that's then, where the pain can turn into power. Yeah. Right? Mm. That's where the pain can turn into power. So if you look at that and you look at how you strove to, like, you know, get better. What what kind of team was it? Basketball or baseball? Uh, that was baseball. Oh, baseball. But after, I know you're, like, a basketball guy. Yeah, after,
0: <laughs> after that, like... I didn't really. Well, I did play baseball, and I, hate I did. I am <laughs> actually. I made the the next year. I made the team. Yeah. And uh, at um at the end of the year, I remember the coach giving a speech. Like we had our banquet or something, and mm-hmm. he, he didn't say my name, but he said like. This speech about this little boy who didn't make the team last year and came back and worked <laughs> hard to make the team. And,
2: nice, and, wow! Uh, like, just take that in, right? Yeah. Like, that must have made you feel really good, right?
0: Yeah, and and well, after that, like, I that's when I just started to practice at things because yeah. up up until then I was like, okay, I guess I show up and just. Right. Time has passed, and if I'm good, I'm good. If I'm bad, I'm bad. But then I'm like, oh, wait a second. There's a skill that you can get better at by just working at it.
2: Right, so, right. Yeah. So with ba- so,
0: basketball, I just, okay, I'm just going to play for four hours today or right. five hours. And right,
2: just, and you've probably done the same thing with music. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. right? And so <clears throat> you've written your own music. Yeah. Right? So how do you take that lesson And apply it into this desire of creating something new, of going down a path you haven't done before. What is it that you need to know about yourself or do for yourself? Well,
0: I think I ultimately have to not compare myself to others because like I'm probably not going to offer the same course as anyone else. You're definitely
2: not going to offer the same course. You're going to offer Mike's course.
0: I'm going (laughs) to offer my course.
2: Yeah.
0: And it's just hard to like, okay, this guy makes millions of dollars, has hit songs around the world. So he probably has a pretty good idea how to write a song. And, right. And there's me who, yeah, I'm I'm doing pretty good for what I do here, but I just, I'm always comparing myself to right. other people. But right. I, I think it just has to be, okay, I'm making my right. course.
2: Right, right. You know? And And so coming back to that first question I had for you of, you know, What is it that's important to you about this? Why is this something that you want to do? What is it that...
0: I think just because I I feel like I do have something to offer to people. Yeah. And that my way is going to be different than other people's ways, but some people will relate more to my way than the other people out there.
2: And the people that need your way are probably going to find you.
0: That's that's what I hope. Anyway. Right? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That that um, you know, that trap, you know, of of criticism or judging ourselves, comparing yeah. ourselves to others. It, it can be hard, you know. Yeah. Um,
0: Especially like in in an industry like mine, like I'm a musician and yeah. a writer, and the way you succeed is well, indirect competition to other people. Like I'm gonna get this gig because. <laughs> someone thinks i'm better than this other person or right. uh, and it's not always like that but it 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 sort of boils down to that right. in a way like yeah. people are willing to pay thirty dollars to come see me on a night when there's five other bands playing around the city so right um i do have to I i don't have to compare myself to other people but in a way like i have to be aware of yeah. What's going
2: on yeah, yeah. see so you can be aware and you can um, you know practice um, you know appreciation um, yeah. and acknowledgement of what it is that wow, okay, this is this is what I did. Right? Like, I think when we're getting ourselves caught in comparison, we're often looking at, um, like, we're forgetting to, like, toot our own horn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like, you know, we we look at somebody else and we're like, oh, I really want to be able to do that or I really want to be able to, yeah. you know, make that happen. But it's really a longing within us to actually fulfill that.
1: Yeah, and most right? of those people I don't expect are yeah. starting their first course, no. making a million dollars, writing songs for Adele. Either. Right, exactly. Like, it's a path to get there. But yeah. I say that in hearing you, but just as a, yeah. that's a relatable example, I'm sure, for how lots of people feel oh, in comparison. Yeah,
2: in that comparison mode, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And so, so you know, in those moments when you're like, oh God, what if this doesn't work? or yeah. you know, Or, you know, what if nobody buys my course? Or, you know... What if, what if they, you know, like whatever those are, um, you know, like the, you know, the imposter syndrome or, you know, whatever it is, I'm not good enough. What is it that, like asking yourself in that moment, what is it that I need to remember right now? What is it that I need to remember about this, about what I'm doing, about what my intention is here?
0: I think that... When I real bo- really boil things down, I I do believe in what I'm doing, yeah, and that I think other people could benefit from it.
2: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And so staying anchored in that, remember that it's, it's I am this, you know, this musician. I've been doing this for years. I've been I've been you know I've got some experience. I've got knowledge that I can embark on to others. And one of the things that I like to perhaps help that little fear is like so i'm gonna sit in the driver's seat and i'm gonna hold my fear's hand and i'd be like i got you buddy it's okay i got you do you know what i mean where it's like we're not pushing the fear away you get to come but you don't have to make all the decisions you know what it's okay you don't have to um you don't have to like put yourself out there i'll put myself out there Is that okay? Like if if you asked that, that part of yourself that's maybe a little afraid, like, would you be okay if I put myself out there and you just come with
1: me?
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Does
1: it feel a little different? It's so (laughs) cool to think about it that way because we spend so much energy almost beating ourselves up over having these emotions to begin with. Yes. Go away, anxiety. Go away, fear. And this is what caused it. And I feel lousy because of you, but... Yeah, inviting it along. Inviting and it's like it you get to come, but you're in the back seat. Yes. Like I'm driving, I have the GPS. Exactly. I'm deciding what where we're eating for dinner tonight. <laughs> yeah. Like Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You're right. Maybe not besties, but you're here and it's yeah. cool and I can tolerate
2: you. You're yeah. just not in charge. You're not in charge. Mm-hmm. No. But when the thing I like to remind clients is when you notice that fear is starting to take charge, it's like, hold on, like stop the presses. Let's take a moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Let's get everybody back in their, their seats. Who's driving the bus? Yeah. Right
1: now. Who needs to drive the bus? Which wolf am I feeding right now? I read something Brain. recently about negativity mm-hmm. bias and yeah. how our brains... Yeah. Almost always go to like if you have a, somebody say a thousand nice comments on a Facebook post, for example, yeah. and there's this one <laughs> douchebag that yeah. says something mean, like we latch on to that. Yeah. Why? Why do you think that happens, Brenda? Um, well, I think it's kind of
2: in our in our survival. Like I think it's part of our um, probably our, you know, reptilian brain or whatever. Right. That it's like, oh, no, I'm not safe. I'm mm-hmm. not safe. I've been rejected. Right. Yeah. And I think that in that moment, like we in our conscious minds now need to be able to approach that and be like, it's OK. It's OK. You know, like that's one person's opinion. I want you to focus on all of these other people that are like really grateful for what you're doing, really excited about what you're doing. You know, and, and I think that that's I think it's a very natural thing. And again, I think it's it's you know, we in society can push that away Instead of remembering to invite it with, because if you can invite that fear with you, you are stepping full forward with your whole self. You're not just you're not just doing a part of it. You're not just like, okay, well, I'm going to do this. You just get the hell out of here, yeah. you know. Um, then you are actually like, you're in it. You're in it, and that's where your presence is. That's where your that's where your body is in it. You know, yeah. it's like you're not. Um, you're not polarized. You're not fragmented. You're, you're that's uh, so true too. You're caught. You're you're deep in it, and and you're not afraid of the fear of it. You're like, damn, this is scary, but I got this. You know, mm-hmm. I'm gonna hit, I'm gonna hit launch. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: <Just laughs> and even it. if there's <laughs> crickets, I'm gonna remember that I'm doing this for a reason. And even if it's just that, like, I'm learning how to make a course right yes. now. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's all it is. But maybe right. it's more. Maybe right. it's an iteration Maybe it's of an the iteration of that, the next thing. Now I know how to make Right? Courses, like though, the first or, painting you ever did?
1: <laughs> right. But nobody has seen that one. <laughs> exactly. I
0: saw it.
2: Right? But yeah. it's like, it's that, it's it's so that comfort zone. It's that mm. comfort zone. It's getting into that next little zone of comfort of like, wow. And then five years from now, you're like,
1: look at me. Yeah. You know, yeah, I think this learning class. to love all parts of ourselves yes. or include them at the yes. very least, include them at the very least, learn yes. to love them over yeah. time. Hopefully, yeah. I, I imagine that makes us just show up as better, oh, more yeah. compassionate people. Oh, yeah, in general. Absolutely, like I accept these other, you know, quote yeah. n- negative or challenging things about other people yeah. or places or experiences. Yeah. So Yeah, it builds that immunity. It does. It builds Mm -hmm. that immunity and it builds that appreciation
2: and that acceptance, Um, you know, that it's like, I'm okay. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, that all of these experiences that I've had for whatever reason are all leading me forward in a way that
1: I can grow with. And what I heard in this baseball example too, and we've talked about this story, Mike, from your past, but something that just came up that. I want to point out that I observe because it's something new really is it was that experience perhaps that led you to your work ethic that can be labeled as I'm a perfectionist as an outcome of this experience from my past that would have a negative connotation to it. Or Mm -hmm. you could say this experience led me to be really passionate and committed and involved in my work. Yes. Like it's the same activity, Mm. but it's how you feel or consider it attached to that experience. And Brenda, I imagine you too coming out of years of addiction and it's like, well, I can say that I'm all these things because of that. Yeah. In a positive or a critical light.
2: Absolutely. And perspective is huge. You know, one of my favorite ways of, um, like, working with clients is trying on different perspectives. Like, you know, we get ourselves really caught in a certain way of looking at things sometimes that we almost forget to, like, look at it from another angle. Or, like, you know, looking at it from outside of your house looking in. Then what do you see? You know? (laughs) You know, where it's like you know why am i getting myself so caught in this one way of looking at it right like what would what would my 90 year old self tell me about this oh
1: just Yeah, isn't on it yourself. funny we fixate yeah. on the one shitty opinion of ourselves <laughs> yeah. when there's all these other choices we have right yeah. right what would 8 year old kristen say about getting to live as an artist with her hot <laughs> husband and <his> <laughs> right. Like, exactly right yeah but yeah. instead you Focus on like, oh, am I going to make pay the bills next month? And I left this job. And, 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 you know, I'm trying to get out of that, but I can completely understand. And we have lots of artists on our podcast or entrepreneurs. And that's a very common, you use the word imposter syndrome early. and I think that kind of sums up what a lot of that feeling is that we hear often Mm -hmm. is, am I enough? Am I good enough? Am I capable enough? Am I as good or better than the competition? Like, right. all of this is but at the surface. But enough in
2: itself is a perspective, right? Mm. Like, it is a multidimensional layered perspective of, like, what is enough, mm. actually?
1: Yeah, according to who?
2: According to who? According to whose vision, mm-hmm. right? If you're judging yourself if I'm not good enough, that means you actually have a higher vision of yourself. Mm. I right? just
1: got goosebumps from that <laughs> statement. It's so simple. It is. It's so simple. But, so just simple. So but if you're like, saying I'm not profound. good enough,
2: then somewhere inside of you, I'm getting goosebumps too, knows that I am worth more than this, that I can do more than what I'm doing today. Mm-hmm. And if I can start to listen to that a little bit more, what's, what becomes possible, right? Like, I really like to see tuning into our own potential like our potentiality, you know, of like, what is possible if I actually just believe in myself and incremental more today?
0: What do you think of, this is all amazing, by the way, and uh, <laughs> thank you for going through that uh, a yes, thank you for, thank you session for being a, uh, <laughs> Yeah,
2: for a, a participant no, and, it's, and sharing. It's, uh, it's very I can't cool. wait to hear about the course. I think my husband might take it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we might. Well, Kristen might do one first do
1: we'll see what
2: goes are you with trying that. to throw it on her now yes. no, no.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: but uh yeah uh, well we'll see yeah, that would be like a little ways in, yeah uh, the future but um yeah. i'm curious about people who kind of set out to have and have this huge goal like to win a grammy or right. to yeah become the heavyweight champion of the world <laughs> and when they accomplish that goal the next day is the worst day of their life Mm. because they achieved this goal Mm -hmm. that they set out that their entire life was focused on that point and they achieved it. And then they feel like they have nothing now left to live for, which is scary. Like
2: it is, it is.
0: We watched a little YouTube video on a guy who became the heavyweight champion of the world, Tyson Fury, Mm -hmm. and then just went into a, spiral of depression right. alcoholism and he yeah. gained 170 pounds yeah. and he yeah just and then he turned it around and got everything back right and, but he right and he speaks very openly about yeah, depression and just what he went through but yeah he said that as soon as he won that belt it was the worst he's ever felt
2: right and yeah yeah, like it's uh, yeah, it's I have heard that before and and it the one thing that I like to think about when we're thinking about any goal in our life is it like it's really important, you know, keep your eye on the prize, but don't forget about what's going on around you. So I like yeah. to say don't put your blinders on because if number one if you put your blinders on you're like I'm going to do this you get there you might be like oh this isn't what i thought it was going to be at all mm-hmm. right but if you can go towards your goals and keep your eyes open and 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 remember that every day has purpose towards that goal of like what are all the other things going on in my life right that then you're you're moving in that direction and you're able to adapt if things are changing a little bit too right where it's like oh that goal shifted this direction you know and and then and then when you get there, you're still full of everything else that's happening in your life as well. So you're still appreciative of like your family and your, you know your, whatever's coming up next year or whatever, right? It's so like re-
0: respecting the journey along the way, respecting the journey
2: along yeah. the way, and not just getting caught up in the one thing. Because yeah. if you divine yourself through that one thing, then yeah, the next day is going to feel like now who am I? Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Right. Um. Yeah. And so. Is there
1: too much emphasis put on being happy, do you think <laughs> or is there more important things that we could or should be considering about ourselves and our life experience? Mm-hmm. feel like happiness is often a goal, which, uh, of yeah. course, we all want, we all that, want to be but happy. It's, yeah. it's arbitrary. It is, and it's um, fleeting. Yeah. Right? So it, like it, it almost it's, feels like this impossible goal. It is. It is a
2: bit of an impossible goal. I prefer the word contentment.
1: Mm. Yep.
2: Right? And that comes a little bit through um, some of the yogic philosophy that I've studied. Um, but if we can tune into the essence of contentment when we're In any given moment or how that contentment will lead us towards what it is maybe our goals are, then things don't feel as daunting either, right? That is like there's an ease about things. There's like a, okay, well, if I can just be content with where I am today, maybe take a deep breath there, what's my next step? Mm -hmm. Right? Where it's like I know I'm still moving in the direction of things that are going to fulfill me. You know, and like I said to a client yesterday, fulfillment. Or maybe it was my sister. I think it was my sister. <laughs> Anyways, talk about this stuff all the time. Um, but you know, fulfillment is like I'm feeling full. And so that if every day I can find fullness in my life, then I know I'm headed in the right direction. Yes. And if I start to feel contracted or depleted or down or, you know, then it's like, hold on a second getting lost in the weeds or something right that it's like contentment where how do i bring back a little bit of ease or a little bit of joy you know, a little laughter to break me out of the mm-hmm. rut I'm in or something.
1: I feel like everything you're saying is so simple. <laughs> and I don't mean to discredit no, the work you it do. Simple, because it is But yeah. I think we try and complicate we it. We do. And yeah. that's part of the challenge in achieving yeah. some of these things that are really yeah. available. They're, they're right there. Yeah. I, I, a lot
2: of clients will tell me that. They're like, wow, you make it, you know, you really bring it down to the essence.
1: Yeah. Right? But you need some si- sometimes yeah. someone just to simplify it yes, essentially yeah. like to make it that basic yes, and so that you, it's workable yeah right and you like, spoke earlier about i going cooking through your a journals. recipe that's
2: like 10 million things in it sure like,
1: no yeah <laughs> yeah every recipe search yeah. has the word easy it's in front have, of it. yeah easy <laughs> simple <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it tastes the same yeah exactly yeah. yeah but yeah you mentioned earlier about going through your journals and yeah. sort of having this aha moment of oh, i've kind of known this all along yeah. and i think m- most of us can relate to that understanding that there is a knowing within it's it's how to access it yeah that can be the challenge it can be
2: yeah exactly and Mm -hmm. and i think um i think relationship is a really important part of that like um when we're just on our own sometimes it is it's harder to you know see ourselves like we see ourselves more in relationship than we do when we're just like looking in the mirror,
1: do you know what I mean? Like, yeah,
2: it's good, important to see yourself looking in the mirror, but it's through interaction, it's through engagement, it's through conversation that you're like, oh, I I tend to say that a lot or I tend to do this a lot, or why do I always think that way? Or, Mm. you know, um, that we learn more about ourselves too, right? Mm. Like, I think that's an important piece of it. And so having somebody to bounce things off of or just, you know, talk it out or, you know, like soundboard it. You know, bounce off the ideas, brainstorm, you know, can be really helpful.
1: What is one question that our listeners can ask themselves today Mm. just to dabble in a self-awareness exercise?
2: What's important to me right now? Like, really? Like, in this moment, what's most important to me right now?
1: That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I encourage everyone just to, like, actually take a minute and answer this question. My yeah, my clients walk away with
2: well, what would Brenda ask right now? Oh, what's important to me right now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like it is it it yeah. and it brings you into the moment. I, that's what I love about that mm-hmm. question is it's like not what's important to me tomorrow. You know what's not what's you know next year. You know, but just right now, if I could tune into you know what is my heart longing for right now, or how does my body want to move, or do I need a big breath? Mm-hmm. You know, or. I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the answer is always Cheetos. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? But, you know, and, and maybe break yourself out of some of the normal stuff, you know, like.
1: Yeah, but. What do you do for your own self practice?
2: Um, well, um, important for me every day is sitting with my thoughts in meditation. And uh, so I look at meditation as not just a time of quieting your mind, but getting to know your mind. Um, so, you know, having a way to like, okay, finding some calm, feeling your body, you know, like I always try and do some kind of movement. I, I don't necessarily do yoga every day. Um, but I'll definitely move my body, you know, in some ways where it's just like shoulder circles and hip circles and kind of, you know, I have this video on YouTube that's like your morning warm up kind of thing. It's like, just gets your body moving. My mom calls it your wiggles and jiggles or something, but, <laughs> um, a great name. <laughs> yeah, it just gets it gets every every joint moving is what it does, right? Um, but yeah, so meditation, getting connected with myself, maybe, you know, putting my hand on my heart, noticing am I sad today? Is there something I need to nurture in myself today? or am I feeling excited? You know, or is there anything I'm afraid of? Is there any need to talk myself through or take some time with? And uh, the more I do that, the more I stay grounded within myself. and the more I'm ready. You know, like part of my work daily is preparing myself to be ready to support others. Yes, and yeah. uh, and that is like my spiritual um, kind of practice. Is you know how do I nurture myself today so that I'm ready for others? And uh, and when I get thrown off, you know, it's like oh, oh okay, gotta <laughs> work a little extra harder, you know, to to get myself ready. And and I'm not perfect, like you know, I'm not looking like I'm. You know, I have shit going on in my life too all the time, right? Sure. So, yeah. It makes you
1: yeah, it makes you more but I, accessible I, I, and relatable. Yeah, yeah. But I
2: take it I take it, um I take it responsibly. Like I really feel like um my work um has a purpose and I really want to show up to it in the best way that I can. And so I, you know, try and make choices every day that align me in a way that I feel ready, you know, and uh mm-hmm. And I can sit with the fear. I can, you know, like this morning, I was like, okay, I'm going to go do this podcast. I was excited and nervous. And it's like, okay, just take a few deep breaths. And you know, you're gonna have a good time because these two are so fun and easy to chat with. So,
1: (laughs) Well, this has been such a powerful episode. Your your wisdom and your story, your experience, all of this seems to just make sense. It feels very natural that this is where you've landed in your life. Thank you share those gifts and knowledge with others has been yeah. and
0: it it just it's obvious and apparent that you really want to help other yeah. people. Yeah. And I guess I'm curious like where do you see your career and your um, your life coaching going? Like yeah. what um it's
2: a great question. I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming right now for sure. Um I I definitely see it diving deeper. I like yeah. for for me, in some way, of you know, like I love helping people to, you know, change their perspectives, shift their mind, um, you know, get in more embodied in their body, get more self aware, um, and uh, I don't know, like I've got a few, I've got a few dreams kind of cooking. Um, Going to do some mentorship with. Um, Uh, hopefully if I get accepted I have been put my name in to uh, do some mentorship to you know be guided by you know others that are you know maybe a little bit farther along the path than me or just know different things than I do Um, and uh, yeah I'm I'm dreaming I don't know good for you Yeah. yeah 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 like I feel like my like you know when I say like when you're when you're not feeling like enough that there's something else that's calling you you know like enoughness has been something that I've you know really had to work through and so when I'm feeling like, oh, I'm not enough. I know there's something else that it's like, oh, I'm I know there's something calling my name, you know, within my heart. So
1: where can where can people find you?
2: Oh boy, hey, yeah. Um well, so my website, so my business is Seabright Spirit. Um, and so I'm I, landed in Seabright. It's such a beautiful place to create a business name out of. Um, And uh, so I have seabrightspirit.ca. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram. I am on LinkedIn, though I don't go on there very often. Um, Brenda Mailer or Seabright Spirit on most of those. and uh, I got like yoga on YouTube. I've got meditations. I'm actually on Insight Timer, if you're familiar with the meditation app of Insight okay, Timer. Um, I've got lots of meditations that I've created that are on there, and I do live yoga classes um, often on Tuesday, Thursday mornings. Um and that's so fun. Like, I'm connecting with people all over the world. We've got like a little cohort of women that show up every day, or even men too. But yeah. you know, um, but people that are like, hey Brenda, you know, oh my god, we didn't know if you were gonna be on today <laughs> and stuff. So I was late yesterday, or yeah, yesterday. I was late. And I'm like, sorry, they're like, Oh good, we did not know if you were gonna be here or not. <laughs> it's just so lovely. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then yeah, I teach yoga in uh, at the Shambhala Center in Upperton Town. Um and, uh, god i'm like is that youtube yeah i don't know what else I said.
1: <laughs> no that's perfect yeah. and then yeah. we'll, we'll put links, we'll have in links the show to it all yeah so, awesome so folks can find you thank you and gosh i i just feel so at ease yeah. uh having had this chat and me too really thank you for making it easy yeah. <laughs> and i yeah i know that you this is something new that yeah. you're you're doing and i i yeah. think that alone is such a great example for yeah. people to consider is like just just do one thing just that maybe you're like a thing. little afraid of, yeah. Or that, that's that, a new experience, new challenge. Yeah,
2: and that is something that you know. In if I'm being completely honest, has been in the back of my mind, in my heart, that it's like, wow, it'd be really neat to be on a podcast. Like, who doesn't want to be on a podcast sure. these days? Exactly.
1: Sure. Right. <laughs> I'm glad you feel I that. Especially way. Especially you when you're in this line
2: of work, right? So, yeah.
1: Yeah. so we're so
0: glad you you came here to do our yeah, podcast. Yeah, thank you. And. and We're excited to see where everything goes with you and uh, to be in the same general area as you is pretty awesome too, so we'll we'll hang out.
2: Yeah, I was I was saying it was fun to actually talk with others instead of just like doing videos where it's like me talking. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Ayo. It's nice to
2: have a conversation and bounce off ideas and hear your reflections. And uh, thank you for sharing yeah. um, your reflections of your experience with me. And thank you, Mike, for you know. Sharing with the world of what we can potentially expect. Yeah, from, uh, yeah
0: Well, from your I, I dreams in the could future. Have, I probably could have went a little deeper, but you know. That's, that's okay. You know, another time. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, that, I, I really appreciate. Well, I hope you, you found that. that that was
2: helpful for oh, you. Oh, yeah, man.
0: it was great. Yeah. yeah. It uh, It's really cool. Awesome!
2: Thank you guys so much. It's great right okay. to be here. And thanks everybody for listening. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, <After> everyone. <laughs>